From the heart of Rune Terror, this is League of Legends Radio with your host, Ponderous Sea Lion. Hello, Summoners, and welcome back to League of Legends Radio. I'm your host, Ponderous Sea Lion. And I've got a word for all you people playing Pokemon Go. No, I haven't downloaded the app yet. Shut up. I'm not jealous. You are. Who cares that I have data limits? I don't care. You care. Shut up. But if you didn't, if you've never played a Pokemon game in your life and you're playing Pokemon Go, that's okay. But at least make an effort to know more than three Pokemon before you start to play. I understand that Pokemon is now like 20 years old and it's cool and hip and retro. But if you can't name anyone besides Pikachu and Squirtle, then do some homework before you go out and try and catch the Pokemon that I grew up with. Okay? Okay. Just had to do a little little PSA there. To you posers out there. You don't even know any Pokemon. And then... I have no words. No words for the people. But actually, I don't care. I just think it's kind of fun to be dramatic and loud and blow out your ears. You're welcome. I I always know exactly what I'm doing. And I know that it's wrong to scream in front of a microphone and give you all hearing problems, but it's just so fun, you know? Anyways, with that, let's, uh, episode. We're doing it. We're doing it live. But not really. But we're doing it live. Alright guys, so this episode's a little bit different. Um, I was gone at the uh, podcast movement convention for a week. And then I got back. And I've been really playing a lot of Dark Souls. Because it's my kind of game. Because it's frustrating as hell. And I hate myself. So that's why I've been you know, playing the games like League of Legends, Dark Souls... Uh, you know, I really just got excellent taste in games. What can I say? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've just been playing a lot of Dark Souls and trying to not suck at it. And, uh, I'm at the Irithyll Borea or Irithyll Valley. I don't know what it's called. But I beat the Dancer of the Borea Valley and it only took me like three hours across two profiles. So, yeah. Um, anyways, for people who don't care about Dark Souls, um... What I was going to say is I haven't been playing League really for about two or so weeks now, and so I wanted to do something a little bit different uh, and not necessarily talk about anything specific right now while I get back into the groove of things, but I just wanted to talk about some of the real-life applications that League of Legends has, and, you know, knowing how to cast spells and conserve mana... It doesn't translate particularly well to the real world, so I'm not going to be focusing on that. But as far as social skills and being able to work with people, League of Legends is actually one of the best tools that you can have, one of the best experiences that you can get. And I know what you're all thinking, that it's the exact opposite of that, and that's only partly true. (laughs) Really, almost nowhere in real life are you going to find a group of more hostile, difficult-to-cooperate-with people anywhere. Plus, you add the anonymity of the internet, and there is no reason for them to be nice to you or for them to do anything positive for you ever. 
why is that a good thing? Well, the reason that that's a good thing is because it really forces you to be the nice guy. And sometimes you still get stepped on by these assholes. And no matter how much you decide to be the nice guy, they're still going to be dicks a lot of the time. And there's something, you know, fascinating about that to me. And there are people like this in real life that there's just nothing you can do to work with them except put on a fake smile and keep going. And I think that that's really interesting and that it really does apply to real life because there are people, I'm sure all of us have had them, people that we just can't stand to be around and just completely despise talking to or interacting with. But yet there you are with them, you know, every day in school, every day at work, whatever it may be. It could be your boss. It could be your coworker. It could be a classmate. It could be, it could even be a sibling. I mean, I don't know. It could be anything. And the funny thing is that you're trapped with them for, you know, however many hours or uh, per day it is. But it's the exact same thing with solo queue. I mean... I've been stuck with the same people three games in a row before that are complete jerks and that I have no interest in interacting with, and yet there they are every time. It really teaches you to just keep the fake smile on and keep going, and I think that that's really cool because being able to do that in an online setting, as weird as it is, is actually a lot harder to do than doing it in real life. It's a lot easier to keep a fake smile on in real life because when you're doing it online, there's just like there's no incentive for them to be nice, there's no real incentive for you to be nice. I mean, so what if you're a total jerk to this guy for this game? It doesn't matter. I mean, unless you get reported, which if he was started it, I doubt that you'll get reported by your team, but you might. But other than the threat of being reported, which you have to be really toxic to get banned. <laughs> Like, you have to be really toxic. And I mean, I have... I started playing this game when I was, like, 13. And 13-year-olds uh, are not particularly well-known for their uh, restraint and their kindness. And uh, if I didn't get banned as a 13-year-old, 14-year-old playing this game, there's no excuse for getting banned while you're playing. <laughs> because... You have to be so toxic to get banned playing this game. It's actually ridiculous. Like, that's, I've, honestly, my problem has always been that it's too lenient on people. And I have very rarely gotten a player that you recently reported was banned. I've gotten, I've given people warnings before, but I mean, I the most I've ever gotten is a single warning. And that was after I was having a particularly bad day. So, I don't know, just don't be terrible and you won't get banned but anyways besides the fear of being banned there's no incentive for you to be nice to them and it does take more character to be nice you know even though you don't have any reason to it's kind of like being a good person when no one's looking is what makes you a good person it's the same thing or maybe it is the thing i don't know i'm confusing myself now i'm thinking it's too meta okay whatever moving on so that's one thing that i i've learned because i'm not a friendly person particularly i mean i don't know if i come off on here as friendly or if i come off as friendly online but in real life i'm i'm kind of reserved and quiet until i get to know people a little bit better i just look like 
<laughs> just this super tall, skinny white guy standing in the corner with his hands in his pockets looking very edgy. That's me most of the time at social gatherings. But yeah, I I have kind of become a nicer-ish person, or at least more capable of tolerance. Because, I mean, if I can tolerate thousands of hours of solo queue, then I can sure as hell tolerate annoying-ass people at school. It's not hard for me <laughs> to to bear. Like I used to get way more annoyed at people when they were being annoying or when I just didn't like them. But now I just kind of don't care because I've told people, I've been told to kill myself in the dozens of times. And after that's happened, like, if they won't shut up in class and stop kissing the teacher's ass, like, I can deal with that. At least nobody is telling me to kick the stool over. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is so much easier to deal with. I'm so just relieved every second that I'm sitting there. It's like, wow, I haven't been told to hang myself today. Wow, nobody's mentioned bleach in over four hours. This is a great day. You know what I'm saying? There's there's just no comparison. People are so much worse online. It really does prepare you for the worst in a lot of ways, in a lot of cases. So <laughs> hats off to that, League of Legends players. Um, Yeah, so <laughs> I just wanted to talk about that real quick uh another thing that i've actually another real life thing that i've learned from league of legends is typing and because i have a loud mechanical keyboard it's a razor no no no, it's not a razor it's a corsair i want to say k70 with uh red cherry reds i think something like that but um so you know you hear that throughout the house and my parents and my brothers have, and my grandma and everyone has all commented on how I type like a madman <laughs> when I'm at the computer. And, I mean, in school when we had like typing class and stuff, I was always slow and I was always really bad at typing, especially when we were supposed to do the typist thing where you've got all of your hands in the right spot. But when I started playing League... I was still a terrible typer, typist. I guess I should say typist instead of typer so that I don't look like a boosted animal. Can we just start saying boosted animal for things that have nothing to do with League of Legends? Because I think people have started doing that, and I don't know how I feel about it. You know, like if you suck at math, you're a boosted animal. I I don't know about boosted animal. Like, I, I like saying it. It's fun to say, but I'm kind of on the fence about whether or not it's an acceptable term to use for anything ever, including League of Legends. And it's just another insult that I get when I'm trying to have fun in normal games and people are for some reason using LOL Nexus in a normal game where they see my diamond border. And then uh, I actually got told the other day that uh, when I was playing a normal game, and I mean, I wasn't doing well. I was like 5-5, five and five, but I wasn't doing horrible. And then our, like, two and six middle sticks starts telling me that you're a diamond player. You're held to a higher standard. I'm like, held to what standard by whom? Who is holding me to this standard? I'm certainly not because I'm playing AD carry in a normal game. That is not my main role. This is a normal game. I don't give a shit about my diamond border right now. It, 
I'm about to just start muting everyone in chat in normal games because it's getting ridiculous. I mean, I'm not exaggerating when I say people comment on my rank probably in a third to a quarter of games that I play in normals. But can you imagine having your rank shoved in your face when you're not doing well in that many, in that high of a percentage of games? It's terrible. I mean, it it's not why I play normal games. I play them to unwind and try to relax and then people, you know, take them super seriously. And by the way, if you take normal games seriously, please go play more solo queue. I mean, it... If you're if you're to the point where you're tilted to where you can't function as a human being playing League of Legends, then maybe you should just stop playing League in general. But it, playing ranked gives you more perspective on League of Legends than you know just playing. If you only play normals, then that's kind of like the height of competition for you. If if that makes any sense, like yeah, there's technically nothing on the line except for victory, but. At least with ranked, you have also got something tacked on to, you know, the thrill of victory or the crush of defeat. You know, there's something else tangible there. So it kind of heightens. It's, of course, heightened competition. It's a ranked game. But I don't know if what I'm saying makes any sense. But you start to take normal games seriously when all that you care about is winning or losing. As weird as it sounds, caring about your LP actually makes you more relaxed when you're playing normal games. So even though it puts you more on edge in general, I guess, like when you're playing ranked, it actually de-stresses you more in normals because you don't have that extra factor, you know, determining your satisfaction with the game. And I mean, a lot of people who just play normals, of course, just play for fun. But you, you guys have all, I'm sure, played with someone who takes normal games a little bit too seriously. And I have been the guy who takes normal games too seriously. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to be a hypocrite, but... I don't know, just get some perspective. And then we're all just playing a video game, so really, really, there's your perspective. <laughs> I guess if, if you want to, you know, take it to that extreme, you could, but anyways. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure how we got on that tangent, but, you know, whatever, that's what we do. That's what we do at League of Legends Radio. It's no holds barred, um, the realist... I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm sorry for everyone who had to listen to that, which is actually everyone, because you're listening. To League of Legends Radio, we only bring quality content on a weekly basis. <laughs> Kill me. Please. I, I, I desire the sweet release of death. I seriously have no idea what I'm talking about right now, but... It's okay. It's all good. We're moving on. But, yeah. And I think, I guess to round things out, I just kind of want to talk about conflict. Because I've talked about, I talked about here, ta working with people that you don't like. And kind of having to put that aside and just deal with them. But, conflict, conflict resolution can be a big part of League of Legends. And I mean... There's two sides. There's the side where, you know, the mute all people and then just play the game yourself and don't give a shit about chat. And I've been in that boat before. And now I'm more on the boat because, I don't know, 
like I, I I'm kind of mellowing out more as a person. Like I was I was never uptight, but I was kind of uptight. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Just like like I was the people or I I was I guess I was the person. Yeah, there we go. I was the person that cared about winning in normal games, like it was life or death, and that was me. And so, not not necessarily uptight, but just hyper competitive and everything. But now I've just kind of, to some degree, mellowed out and started caring less about what people say online and, uh, you know, what they say about me or they say about my play. Or those one-star reviews that I've gotten on iTunes. Thank you to those three assholes. <laughs> um, if you guys want to go read that. It's just some quality. Some quality time taken out of their days to just make me feel like shit. And you can't let it get to you. I mean, it got to me for a long time. I mean, that's only three reviews. And I mean, it's also kind of worse that it's reviews and not like YouTube comments. Because, you know, YouTube comments scroll down. Click, type, 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 click, and then that's it. But whereas with iTunes, it's so convoluted trying to leave a um, review. It's like, wow, this person really went out of their way to tell me how much I suck. That's just, you're the real MVP here. But anyways, conflict resolution. It, you know, I, I've started to try and, you know, reason with people more and try to, you know, talk them down from everything that they're doing and try to be a mediator more because, I don't know, I've se- I've had it work more. And if if other people's words start to affect your gameplay and make you play worse, that's when it's time to mute everyone or when they're, they're just a huge distraction to you, which is also going to affect your gameplay, that's when you can mute everyone. But if you're able to keep a clear head and play the game and still try to mediate with people in their disputes, then that's a good thing because people are so just not used to having anyone take their side when they play. I mean, there really is an it's me versus everyone mentality in this game, for better or worse. I mean, on the one hand, that makes it a great game to play alone because, you know you kind of have the expectation set of, okay, what can I do to win this game? Because I'm certainly not going to rely on these clowns to do anything for me. So on the one hand, it works like that. But then on the other hand, that's a very isolating experience. And having someone who's actually nice and, you know, talks to people like they don't hate all of you, I'm sure that you guys have played with these players. And it can be pretty relaxing. And it can be a really good way for people who are, you know, League of Legends players tend to run on a very high energy level and a very high intensity level, and it's good whenever someone can just bring that down a little bit. So, again, it's just putting winning above your ego, and I couldn't do it for a long time. I mean, for probably two and a half years, I couldn't do it, and... <laughs> I, I I don't know if that tells you anything. Maybe that says something about me as a person, because I know people that that comes naturally to, but, you know, everyone's different. So some people can never do it, and some people just automatically put conflict, you know, 
they just want to resolve things instead of being right, which is a very rare quality. But if you have it, then that's great, and you can definitely use that. So, it's it just... League of Legends, if you let it, it can really teach you a lot about social interaction and conflict resolution. Or you can just stoop to their level. And, you know, I'm not going to preach to you. I mean, if you want to keep arguing with your team, then go for it. I'm not going to say anything. I just think it's hurting your chances of winning. And that, you know, if you let there, there is some small amount of growth as a person that you can get from this game. Unless you just let it consume your soul and turn you into a fire-breathing dragon that just wants to kill everything in sight because I've been playing solo queue for the last eight hours then it's not necessarily good for your growth as a person. But, I don't know, in some small way, you can learn about yourself, good things and bad things about yourself uh, by playing League of Legends. And and I guess you can also learn a little bit about other people and how to not want to strangle them all the time. I mean, but that comes with the experience, right? And that just about does it for this episode of League of Legends Radio Podcast movement was fun. There were a lot of, like, NPR, Radiotopia-type things there that won the awards and stuff. And I didn't win Best Gaming Podcast. Talk about snub of the year. I think it's rigged. Otherwise, I obviously would have won. But, you know, it's okay. But it was fun, and I enjoyed it. And uh I didn't take many pictures, but they might go on Twitter. I don't know. Who knows? Me and Twitter have a complicated relationship. But you should still follow me at LO Legends Radio. Um, cause I'm lonely. And most of my followers are just robots that have pictures of beautiful women and they just are talking about cam shows and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I'm lonely, but you don't have to keep rubbing it in my face. <sighs> but it's okay. It's all okay. <laughs> right, guys? <laughs> but I don't I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> I think I'm a... I think I'm... I, I don't know what I think I am. Please send help. But send it via Twitter, at LO Legends Radio. It's the only way that you can help me regain my mental sanity. So, you know, this is kind of life or death for you guys to do that. Um, anyways, shameless begging for Twitter followers aside, uh, you guys can always email me at ponderousceline at gmail.com. I usually respond to those very quickly because it's just the kind of guy I am, you know, real stand-up guy, real, uh, real American hero, because I hate everyone who listens that's not from America. Get off, get off my show if you're not American. Unsubscribe for me on iTunes and get out of here. Because if you don't bleed the red, white, and blue, which, I mean, I guess could be, you know, Britain, Australia, every other country that was one... Okay, well, never mind. This is, this analogy just doesn't work. I like how Americans think that we have, like, we have a patent on the red, white, and blue. Like, like we were even the first ones to use those colors. <laughs> oh, God. America's funny. And I'm sure other places are too, but I'm just... Okay, well, this is a gaming podcast, um, apparently. Um, I think it should be a comedy podcast, to be honest, because uh, 
We're making some funny jokes right now. <laughs> ah, and that's a good place to end. Um, yeah, I don't know a single other thing that I should have mentioned here. Um, yeah, I apologize, but uh, I had some fun making this episode. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> This one was more freeform than usual, which is saying a lot for this show. <laughs> um, I don't know. Tell me if you guys like enjoyed this one more. I feel like I was enthusiastic, kind of, which is weird. Anyways, thank you guys for downloading. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Ponder Line, and I'll catch you on the flippity flop. This has been League of Legends Radio.